the Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. So, the Executive Director of the Pan-African Women's Business Association, or PABWA, is Yavi Madurai, and uh, we are looking at the realization, in many ways, of the African Union's African Women's Decade of Economic and Financial Inclusion. On the line with us, we have Yavi. Yavi, thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Michelle. Happy Women's Day. Happy Women's Day to you too. Yavi, I have to say, and I don't know whether it's just because I woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed or something, but I think about Happy Women's Day and I think about the fact that we have started the African Women's Decade of Economic and Financial Inclusion 2020 to 2030. Mm-hmm. And I think of the sustainability goals, the SDGs, the development goals, which are related to the rights of women. And I think about financial inclusion and I think, are we seeing any changes at all? I'm hoping that you got out on the wrong, the right side of the bed and that you're going to be able to say, of course we have. <laughs> yes and no. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, let's put it this way. So, the, the re- you know, somebody asked us quite early on. So we're only six months old. We turned six months old on the Happy 4th birthday. of August this, this, well, this past week. Yeah. And um, somebody asked us uh, in one of the interviews, and I can't remember who it is now, but quite early on um, at, at, around the time of the launch and said, did we really need another women's organization? And that was quite a reflective um, conversation or, mm. or reflective thought for me. So it's, it's where I'm leading to in terms of answering your question is that did we really need another women's organization? Probably not. But did we need a women's organization that specifically focused on economic and financial inclusion? And that's when the answer is yes. Uh. And the reason for that is because it's exactly to your question around the fact that how far are we? What have we actually done? Um, what have we looked at? A lot of women's organizations and to their, you know, to their credit and, and obviously in specific, for, for specific reasons is about gender-based violence and, and those kind of things. But when it comes to economic and financial inclusion, it was always kind of just flouted, you know, through documents, through policies, um, through procurement policies, etc., etc. And when you look at the connection between complete women empowerment, so when we say complete women empowerment, that, you know, we, we live in a world of gender equality in all, in, in all forms, in all shapes. Mm. Um, the economic empowerment of women, it starts there because money runs the world, right? How do we live? Money runs the world. So if you put money into women's hands, the way women will be able to contribute and be able to live would be very different. It's a, it's a simple premise. Um, and that is why we exist in terms of being able to say to you in, in, in the future, yes, we did wake up on the, wrong side, on the right side of the bed because it's about being able to ensure that somebody has your back in terms yeah. of that economic and financial inclusion. So, Yavi, when we look at the Pan-African Women Business Association, how does it operate? Who supports it? Is it an internal support by women who are part of the organization? Yes. So, um, we actually, today, later on today, we're having a live stream and we're announcing the whole membership model and structure and, and all of that because, obviously, everyone has been asking us around... Um, 
you know, how do we get involved? How do we become part of it? So it, it was founded by me and started by me in terms of, you know, I looked at it and looked at it from the perspective of, I come from a banking background, maybe, yeah. and I looked at it in terms of who, who, which organization represents someone like me? Yeah. Um, you know, from the perspective of things like procurement policies, access to funding, et cetera, et cetera, who looks, looks, who looks after someone like me? And there wasn't anyone really that I could turn to. So, you know, long story short, that's how we got to this point. Um, I rounded up some of my, my, my business partners, associates, and whatever else. And in true women's style, we kind of came together, and they have been the lifeblood that has kept this organization in our first few months, um, you know, going. Because that first few months of any organization, when you have no startup funding, you have no funding, no support, nothing, that's when women or people come together to be able to, to it either goes forward or it stops depending on who the people are. So, um, you know, my partners in all of this and my, 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 my friends, you know, all of the things that I want to say about them um, has kept this organization and positioned it where it is now. And we obviously have so much more plans and so much more to do, so much work to do in terms of um, the next few months and the next few years. So um, today we're going to be announcing the membership model. It is a multi-level membership model. So you can join as an individual. You can join as an organization. It's in different ways that you can get involved because we try to open it up and make it as accessible and as user-friendly, for lack of a better term, as possible um, so that everyone can start to have their their voices heard. I do believe it's more important for, for other people to start having their voices heard than, than us now. So um, it's for us to be able to give give other people that platform. So now I understand that the four pillars that you're focusing on are technology and what you call the secondary economy, media and mentorship. Now I'm interested in this concept of the secondary economy because I recently heard a talk in which um, one of the commentators, Pat Horn, who works for the unions and also the informal sector, does mm. not she does not um, necessarily approve of the secondary economy as a term for the informal sector. So I'm interested as sure. to why you choose that, what your argument for it would be? So um, let's look at it from, because we're pan-African, so we look at it from from an African uh, continental perspective. And um, if you look at it, do you know that there's no, there's actually in 2020, (laughs) in 2020, we did not have exact stats of how many or what percentage of the informal sector contributes to the economies of Africa. Hmm. We have an idea. There's been some studies done. There's one done by McKinsey um, a few years ago. Bloomberg has started to look at it. So there's a couple of people looking at it, but right now there is absolutely nothing. So the reason for us, you know, looking at it from that perspective is saying we, from from being on the ground, and when you speak to you know um, the the ministries or the departments of women across the continents, across the governments, they will all say to you in words, you know, not necessarily in fact. And you know, I said to you earlier, I'm a banker, so for me, numbers are very important. Facts and figures are very important. Yeah. And um, they will say to you, you know, women are the lifeblood of the informal sector. And if you think about 
South Africa, where you and I are, is that it's, if you look at it, you know, you drive along any road, you drive along or the city center, and you see all of these women sitting alongside the streets and the roads. And who is, who is counting those people? Who is counting yeah. those numbers? Because that money that they earn is going back into the economy of South Africa. Um, so they'll give you, people will say to you, you know, um, women are the lifeblood, first of all. So the, the, the estimation, and this is why I'm saying to you, I'm very nervous about, about giving out numbers because we don't have specific facts. But the estimation, for lack of a better description, has said that 70% of the informal sector, and they believe that 40% of a country or, you know, very on average across the continent, 40% of a country's economy is contributed to by the informal sector. And 70% of that is by women. So if we have to start thinking and unpacking what that could possibly mean when you start to say, but 40% and 70% are significant numbers. And why aren't we looking at it in terms of being able to count? And let's not only yeah. talk about, you know, the Google. So, Yavi, um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to cut you off there oh, because sorry. we do have to go to a break. But uh, a fascinating conversation and certainly one that we're going to take up much further uh, along the way. And let's look at the informal sector, women in the informal sector. And here's a promise we'll get someone else to talk about that as well. Thank you so much, Yavi Majurai, Executive Director of the Pan-African Women's Business Association, Pabwa.